Hi, I'm Janessa McKenzie, the brand human, and I help entrepreneurs gain the mindset, messaging, and visibility to unapologetically show up and build their brands. So how do you build your brand from the inside out? This is the Elevate Podcast. Hey everyone, it's Janessa. We're here on the Elevate Podcast with Petra McDougall today. She is a woman's empowerment coach who teaches hustling heart-centered mamas who feel a little crazy and overwhelmed how to be the women they envision themselves to be. Hi, Petra. How are you? Hi, pretty good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm so glad you're here. This is going to be a good, good talk. I'm excited. Good. So tell us a little bit more about you, who you are, who you serve, and why you serve them. Mm-hmm. My name is Petra McDougall and I live in Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. Mm-hmm. I'm a mom of three and married to my, um, I'll call him my soulmate because he oh. teaches me a heck of a lot for personal growth. Oh, nice. um, yeah. And so who I help is basically the mamas out there who are putting on a pretty face and Life looks good on the outside where inside they're struggling a bit, might feel a bit overwhelmed, crazy, and have kind of these voices in their head that make them doubt themselves, which Mm. is no good. And I help them realize who they authentically, truly are and so that they can feel that joy that they've always dreamt of. Like you didn't have kids just to be angry and resentful, (laughs) right? (laughs) To really get into that space. Yeah, of presence and and power, get our power back again. Gosh, we've yeah. been so tired raising and building these children to be these amazing people that we lose ourselves a bit. And so I'm here yes. for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell me what a crazy, overwhelmed, heart-centered mama looks like. Ooh. Well, from like I said, on the outside, she looks cool, calm, collected, you know, she might be wearing some yoga pants, but um, still looking put together. Yeah. But really, the, when she's like, I did this the other day, which was the perfect example of who I'm serving. I went to the bedroom, closed my bedroom door and kind of grabbed my hair and went. <laughs> and then I took a deep breath and I left the bedroom and it was like nothing happened. And yes. I just walked out and everyone thought mommy was like, you know, centered, good on and top of the game. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so funny because I think, you know, that's probably most mothers, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm no guessing. Ma- yes. <laughs> I know it's me sometimes. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the other thing too. Like I really would like women to know they're not alone mm. and that as frazzled and um, crazy as you might be feeling sometimes is that you can find the really truthful joyful yourself again the fun go lucky you know that person you used to be she's there still and that's what I help with yeah like that teenage version of you but with all the wisdom of now totally and you reminded me of the movie I just watched with my daughter she's 11 and I was kind of cringing a little bit thinking did I choose two like an older movie for these kids it was Mamma Mia and I'm like yeah those women, I mean, you know, I'm, this is exaggerated, but, but to have that kind of joy, the outward, like fun and playfulness again, I think that is something we all kind of crave a little bit. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, when I watched that movie, I, all I could think of was like, man, how would that feel just to like 
right? Randomly move to Greece one day and build a new life and just like dancing and singing around all day long and like so excited that you're just Mm. alive. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's, I mean, and it's possible in our, like I I put this too, that like I live a really ordinary life Mm -hmm. and I make it extraordinary by by feeling alive in the moments, even the crazy moments at the the stressful times to really feel alive and not like you're suffocating. Yeah. Cause we have to be grateful for even those crazy moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause it, you know, the couple of reasons for that, I think is one, the crazy moments are teaching us something, right? Yeah, Whether yes. it's patience <laughs> mm-hmm. or, you know, it's something of maybe about our kids or even about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's, there's that piece of extra extra growth like within ourselves so whenever Mm -hmm. we are outside of our comfort zone or outside of our you know we're overwhelmed and like uh, like how we handle that yes teaches us something oh yes yeah (laughs) if we can grasp that moment and observe it as for what it is and have this um, I, I call it her spirit model, but where she's grounded and she can observe the crazy behavior or the outward expression of frustration. Um, mm. In those moments, I really feel like you have so much to gain and um, where there can be healing, there can be acceptance, there can be compassion and forgiveness. And all of that can make us the strong woman that we really do envision ourselves to be. Yeah. And what does that look like? I mean, uh, cause mm. I know when I'm in the moment, like, and I'm ready to pull my hair out or I have to like go in my bedroom and scream for a minute. Yeah. Like I am not thinking about growth and my spirit model or my higher self or anything else. So, you know, what, what would you tell crazy mom to, you know, do after? (laughs) Okay. I'm going to say two things here. We are obviously using the term crazy in a very loving way. Yes. You know, yes. Because I hear moms saying, oh, am I going crazy or is this? Yeah. And then they'll ask the question and then we all nod and we're like, yes, we're going crazy. And that's true. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> so that's one thing. The yes. second thing is, is you're right. We're not thinking about our higher self or growth when those moments are happening. And I think what it looks like to be able to observe those moments is simply, I always kind of put the stomp down, like the left, right, or right, left, and lift my sternum and my heart up. You know, when you're, when we're crazy and feeling that way, we go inward and we curl and we want to cry and like kind of let loose and feel vulnerable. Right. And then feeling that moment, you can have two bodies almost where there's a vision of a energetic body standing up tall and stomping those feet and like raising the shoulders, kind of lowering them a bit, pulling your shoulders back and breathing in and seeing her fold forward like that. Mm. And I feel like just even that observation and separation can bring in like the, um, a moment, a moment of peace for yourself. And clarity. Does that makes sense. I think yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. It does. Be, you know, you have to ground yourself in those moments because if you don't, you will like lose it, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and nobody yeah. wants to lose it. Right. No. I mean, and nobody, you know, and your kids and your family or friends, like Looking nobody out of control. Yeah. But I, nobody... I don't think lo- lo- losing it is such a bad thing. Actually, Janessa, I think oh. 
in a safe way, right? Yes. You know, if you are in your bedroom or wherever you've locked yourself into, okay, in your car or wherever you've gone to kind of let loose, let it be like do emote, feel your way through it, but just have your sense about you, you know, have that spirit model with your higher self kind of just being there or, or call on some support if you're, you know, religious or spiritual or however you believe in something outside of yourself that's bigger than you. Mm. and and can support you even if it's a holding on to a tree or a crystal i don't know whatever it is yeah to give yourself some kind of support but feel deeply i really always encourage that yes yeah and and when i said lose it i guess i meant it in a little bit different capacity Mm -hmm. so more like you know you don't want to lose it on like throwing the dishes like like you don't want to (laughs) like you don't you don't want to lose it on your kids or your mm-hmm. husband or your friends. Like it's not yes. you know, whether or not they're the cause and I'm air quoting right now. Sure. The cause of your, you know, small your breakdown reaction at, or, the, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. mm-hmm. at the moment, you know, they don't deserve like no. mean mom. That's going to say things that she doesn't really mean and feel bad about later. And feel guilty about forever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I've just ruined my children. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Yeah. And then it just spirals, right? So you're already, you've already just been in this place where you're not happy and not comfortable and not being joyful at all Mm -hmm. and just spiraling into like leaning into that and you know, taking it out on everybody else. And then you just spiral even further, right? Yeah. You go down into the, you know, now that you've, you know, quote unquote, lost it on kids, husband, mm-hmm. friends, and then you go to the guilty part, you know, and then you're like, oh, now I get asked for everybody's forgiveness after that too, you know? So it's like yeah. this constant negativity that just kind of spirals and you, it's really hard to pull yourself out of that sometimes. So Mm -hmm. doing these things, you know, grounding yourself, feeling, you know, feeling what you're feeling and allowing yourself to feel that and then responding, you know, leaving your bedroom or your car, wherever it is that you are, and then responding to whatever situation is waiting for you on the other side of that door Mm -hmm. um, is always you know, the better choice. Um, Agreed. Yeah. So mm -hmm. go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you make me think of um, when you go and you list those downward spiral of emotions, I think of um, Esther Hicks and her emotional scale. And I use this in a lot of my teachings is that when you're moving downward into that scale, you know, there's like, anger and then it goes hatred and la 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 it goes all the way to jealousy and then you know loathing and mm. the deeper you go down this spiral the harder it is to call on your spirit model or to make your way back up that scale or that ladder so catching yourself in those moments or being able to have that power to observe i think allows you to at least steady the story which has made you so feel so yes does, does that Yes. No, it totally makes sense. Yes. 
and, and, you know, my, um, most of my audience are entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. and women entrepreneurs. Yeah. So, and I'm sure a lot of them are moms, mm-hmm. but just being an entrepreneur, you can get to that same space mm-hmm. where you're just like, uh, you know, and you're, you can spiral very fast and it yeah. ends up just being, you know, a lot of negative self-talk. self-talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this, you know, definitely hits on, I mean, and I'm sure men have the same thing too. You know, I'm not a man, so I can't say, Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I'm sure that they do. So for every human out there, I'm sure that, you know, this works this will work if you give it a shot, which is the thing, right? So you have to be present enough to Mm -hmm. be able to stop yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. And present enough, like even, for example, I had a a moment, a a beautiful moment this morning with myself, (laughs) and I felt like a tear run down my cheek. And that tear, like, even though I had anger and frustration and stuff, the tear brought me back in the present. Mm. Um, just because I felt it rolling on my cheek. I'm like, okay, now I'm just going to sit in this, whatever it is. And I try to really listen to my mind, whatever could, because our stories in the, in the mind can be very real for us, but they can also be exaggerated and trying to support some of these belief systems we have, right. That we're, you know, not enough, or we're never going to get this done as an entrepreneur. I'm I'm never going to succeed at this, even though I'm trying my butt off. Right. But if you have something that draws you into the present, for example, the tear on the cheek, that, that might be <laughs> just me who's crying at my desk, but, um, yeah. right. I'm so sure it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and then just feeling that and then being kind of grateful for that emotion, you know, like, I know that's not that easy to do in that moment, but mm. something will draw you back into the present and yeah, yeah finding that's key, I think. Yes. Yeah. I think that that's a great point because, you know, we get so into that emotion that, you know, my grandmother used to say she's beyond herself. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I say that a lot, you know, I hope not anymore, but sometimes <laughs> I would say to myself, okay, Jesse, you're beyond yourself, you know, yes, or, yes. you know, when the kids, especially when they were small would get, you know, throw a tantrum or, you know, whatever. And they just are unconsolable. Like Mm -hmm. they're just at that point and you're just like, okay, you're beyond yourself. I'm going to give you a minute to (laughs) to find yourself again. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, you need to do that. You need to, and even touching something else, like, can ground you like it doesn't even matter what it is it could be mm-hmm. you know your coffee cup or your pen or mm-hmm. anything that's near you like if you're just so can only like you have that tunnel vision of that emotion mm-hmm. just touch something else anything yeah. and sometimes that will automatically just your body has that reaction where it says oh okay we're not really wherever we are in our head we're really yeah. right here. Mm-hmm. We're touching something tangible that can help. And so. the shift is possible. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So we, you know, we all have these big dreams, right? And we all have, we all want this amazing 
joyful, happy life where nothing ever goes wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So what do you think is the, you know, the reason that we're not all joyful, happy, and like jumping around, like, I don't know, hugging each other. And yeah, I, I really love this. Hey, it's, it's perfect the way it is, as in we are humans, we have emotions, we have, you know, a, like I brought up before the belief system to protect ourselves so that there's constant stories going on in our, in our minds. And I believe it's the stories that are um, not allowing us to be our strongest, most beautiful self our radiant mm-hmm. self or that spirit model that I talk about, the one that's connected um, to, you know, that feeling of all that is, I don't know if you've had it before, but if you have, it's quite amazing. <laughs> if you're, <laughs> I have other stories about that. I'm not going to go there in this episode, but um, just those moments when you're, you know, if you're looking at the ocean or if you're walking through a path Mm. and you're just feeling supported and you're feeling that all is well. um, I think what's getting in the way are the voices and stories in our head, which I call characters Mm. and the characters I give, we give them descriptions and give them like, like whole flavors of themselves and allow them to be there and then recognize them. And I think playing with that a little bit as if it's not crazy voices in our head, but they're just parts of us that need attention. Mm. Um, Doing that can allow the spirit model to kind of shine through. Yeah, that's great. I, um, I talk a lot about, you know, the mean I call her the mean girl in your head yes yes yeah yeah when she talks you know and that ego part of your brain that Mm -hmm. is really there to keep you safe but most of the time now you know in our day and age and probably for a few generations a lot of generations before us those thoughts really don't serve us right Mm -hmm. so I I teach a lot of my clients to, you know, when they feel those or hear those negative thoughts in their head, because it's like the weirdest thing. I mean, I recently found out that not everybody has an inner dialogue and that is a total mind blower to me too. Oh yeah. Um, How did you find that out? um, It was something posted on Facebook, a blog post about, and somebody just, it just went viral and Um, you know, I dug a little bit more into it, but it's very interesting to me. Like, I can't even imagine not being able to process my thoughts with like voice in my head. Mm -hmm. But anyways, (laughs) I'm with you. I'm like, I'm a little bit stumped, but that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just in case there is anybody out there listening that might not, that might be going, what the hell are they talking about? Like this voice in your head, are they really out of of their minds? Um, but if you hear the negative thoughts or the negative thoughts come, because sometimes they just like pop in there randomly, like Mm -hmm. you don't evoke them. They just come, which is strange to me too. But it, but it happens and we just deal with it all our lives because it's there and we just don't realize we can do anything about it when we're younger or, you know, for a while. Sometimes people don't ever realize that they can do something about it. Mm-hmm. But I, I, when I have that happen to me, I teach my clients a little method called catch and release mm-hmm. <laughs> where 
you know, you, you catch that negative thought and then you delete it like a computer. So like I literally will say out loud, delete. And my um, family sometimes is like, what? You know, <laughs> I try not to say it in my head because I think if I say it out loud and I can hear myself say it, then it sinks in a little bit more. So, you know, you catch the thought, you delete it, and then you release it because it doesn't serve you any longer. But when that happens, I also imagine myself as, you know, that higher self standing like, like Wonder Woman in my head Mm -hmm. saying, we don't think like this. This is not, you know, you are this, this, and this, you are, you know, not this, this, and this. So it's like changing your story one thought at a time. Mm. Mm. So I'm sure that people do it all different ways, but that yes. works for me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I do it quite a differently, different way. Would you I'd like to, to hear, hear about it? Yes, yeah. Absolutely. So I see, so I, I give these, um, voices, a character mm-hmm. and each of these characters to me is very very special so what they're they really for me and uh, like you said that people do it differently so I love that we can have this conversation because I do it very differently I'm like oh yeah. no we're very we're doing it very differently <laughs> and there's a voice in itself so I give the character a full description and name and everything and I, I and I get to know her and I see her pop in and I know why she's popping in because I have a trigger or a mirror that's right in front of me and something stimulated that thought in that character. So she's there and I've recognized her because she's very built, I built her up to be real, real in my life. And then I start understanding what she's about and mm-hmm. why that negative thought is there. And then I start to love her and I ask my spirit model to kind of stretch out a hand to her because I know she was developed by something which I perceive traumatic as a a person of my life, or maybe it's a belief system that's entered into my, this lifetime with me, Mm -hmm. but I, I begin to nurture that and um, start seeing it, start giving it compassion. And when I do that, and then my clients have done this, they seem to find that that character kind of subsides or backs off a little bit Mm. and feels the love that it was craving when it built up that belief system in the first place, you know, because like if, if, for example, I couldn't play Lego with my kid the other day, he's like, mom, I need you. Like so (laughs) desperate. Okay. Like it's an emergency and I'm making lunches and I'm cooking dinner and I'm answering emails and I'm picking up the phone, you know, doing all these things and he needs me mm-hmm. and um, crying at the top of his lungs. And surely when I say, I don't have time right now, he's like going to say something like, I'm not important enough to mommy. Mm. She doesn't love me. I'm not lovable. And so we play out these, these belief systems in our life as we go along and they get stronger and they get stronger and they get stronger. And then as adults, they just pop in as thoughts. Yeah. And these crazy voices. So that's how I do it. I don't know. I, I really enjoy the way I do it. Cause for a long time I was like, God, this is hard work. This mm. is heavy. But now that I can make it a little more playful, it's like, eh, okay, I can, I can do this stuff. 
Yeah. So instead of like, I'm kicking her out. Right. And <laughs> yeah. Yes. And we're doing opposites, but yeah. if it works, it works. Yeah. And you're like inviting her in, but it's also like healing that, that character that you created. Yes. Yeah. So that's exactly right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Healing and understanding them mm. so that you can, you know, I don't want to say move past them because really you don't, you know, they're always going to be there, but yes. Yeah. More like embracing them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's how I'm seeing it. Yeah. That's great. I mean, there's definitely going to be stranger and more, (laughs) you know, interesting stories. I'm sure about how other people deal with that same thing. Yeah. Every, whatever works for you really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is what, it, whatever feels good and works for you and gets the, gets that outcome mm-hmm. and helps you feel more joy and release that negative feeling that you're having right now. I guess really that's all that matters, right? It is. It's that in that you're not feeling trapped and overwhelmed. It's more that you can free yourself whenever possible right because that can last for freaking weeks at times you know where you just feel like you're swimming under like in muck or something but if you can do that in a moment's time or even if it's a day um, compared to a week Mm. then you've freed yourself now you now you're moving towards joy more yeah yeah that's amazing and it's so it really it's kind of funny because i'm going to say this and it's going to be a little you know, weird when I say it, but it actually blows my mind that (laughs) like how seriously powerful our thoughts are. Mm. Yeah. I mean, they control everything, don't they? Unless we could, unless we're aware of them. Right. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. And that's like the whole other thing, right? So like our entire reality is created by how we think and what our subconscious is doing behind the scenes <laughs> yeah. and, and the things that we can change or, you know, make better or however you want to phrase that is just incredible that, you know, you just have to take a couple steps and you just got to, you know, like really pay attention to your thoughts. Yeah. And things start changing. Yeah. It's stopping to do the work a little bit. Like if you don't mind using the word work, like just stopping to give yourself time, maybe mama, you know, hello. We don't, we do so much for everyone else. It's like, that's the least thing you can do is stop and listen to what your thoughts are doing. Right. Yeah. Because we're always paying so much attention to everybody else that we don't pay attention to our own thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when we talk about this, it's not like we're saying in your head, you're saying, oh, my child is not screaming anymore. And they're, you know, a perfectly behaved, wonderful little person all the time. Like your thoughts aren't going to, you know, that's not going to (laughs) happen. No, that's not going to happen because we are constantly, can you imagine how many times we were yelling at mom for attention and, or whoever and we then created a belief system about ourselves. I mean, thousands and thousands of times. So hmm. you will be triggered thousands and thousands of times. It's a matter of how much have you healed that wound or like thing that you told yourself and how much are you feeling it? Like, you know, someone can walk by 
doing some crazy dance and one person will think, Oh, that's so amazing. The other one would be like, Oh, and have a judgment about them. Mm-hmm. And you're reacting differently. So you are always going to be reacting or responding or feeling triggered. Yeah. Yeah. In some way or another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's all really just how you react to it. Right. Yeah. How you're reacting to your own thoughts. But yeah, that's definitely one thing that really, really amazes me still to this. I mean, first of all, you know, when you're doing self-development or you're, you know, focusing on your thoughts or trying to be more grounded or more joyful, sometimes it can feel like extreme work. Like, you know, you're like, oh, I get this other thing to do now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We do that thing that's easier. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and it, you know, sometimes it is just easier to just have the negative thoughts, but it's not going to serve you in the long run to have those negative thoughts. And it's not going to serve anybody else in your life to have those negative thoughts. And, you know, as human beings, we're here to experience life. And if, you know, nobody wants to experience life in a negative way. Mm-hmm. And everybody's going to have feelings, right? Everybody has feelings. Everybody has those, you know, moments and that's okay. It's more about not consistently having them to the point where, you know, you're sabotaging yourself mm-hmm. constantly. Yeah. I think, you know, really that's kind of the message, at least please correct me if I'm wrong. Like that's like the overall big high view of, you know, what this is, you know, what our thoughts are really all about. Like we don't, we just, we don't want to sabotage ourselves constantly. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And then also asking yourself, is this how I want to be? Like the other day I was reading out of a lovely book. And it asked me, you know, if you had a week left, what would you be doing? I mean, I'm sure we think that through once in a while. Yeah. Or how would you like to be remembered? These types of questions are really, if you think about them, you want to be remembered as a loving mother who, you know, expressed her mission in life or her, she lived out her passion in her work and she was a loving, whatever, all these things. And then I reflect back, I'm like, hmm, is that what people would say about me now? in certain categories yes and some no and so where can I make change in my life and do I want that desperately enough is that really important to me and what am I going to do to change that yeah yeah is it important to me and how important is it for me to live my life with you know the family that I have right now too Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah what does that look like like what is your most joyful what is the dream like why do you do you have kids in the first place that's what you know yeah I I dream about that a lot I'm like remember when I was 24 at this retreat and I dreamt of this countryside with my two boys and my handsome husband and I was so at peace it was so beautiful and then I walk in the door and everyone's yelling at each other and <laughs> someone's asked me who wins dinner and finish my homework build this Lego set you know <laughs> how can I make my home that field of dreams kind of thing right um, even if it's you know just in your head for like even if it's minutes. just in your head exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> precisely oh that's so funny Mm-hmm. So tell me about this, um, the spirit model workshop that you've got going on. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I've been putting this together and practicing and even on myself this morning, I needed it, right? I was in my, the tears running down my cheek. I'm like, okay, girl, get connected with your spirit model because something happened here. And all it is really is I would love to give women, moms, entrepreneurs, whoever you are, lady out there who's looking for that connection, that powerful self that you know you are, but you maybe lost and, or you can't find, or you think she's gone, that experience of her again. So I will be going through a flow of um, journaling and exercises and prompts that get you to that space. And I, I do it through intuitive kind of flow. The prompts are set, but then I can also add a guided meditation into it. So it is live inside my group. Oh, it's live. When does that start? There is one um, March 12th, but I know this will be airing later. So mm-hmm. I plan to do it monthly. And um, yeah, I would be sending out event notices and stuff. Good. Well, I'm yeah. signing up. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. I'd love to have you, Janessa. That'd be so cool. Yeah. You know, the last time I did this and I did that one-on-one with someone just to watch her response. I was like, mm. this works. I was like, this uh, works. It's not just on me. It's working. I see it. I see it live. Like I see the energy. I see what she's feeling right now. And I, I'm pretty pumped about it. Needless oh, to. that's so exciting. It's so exciting when you can see the difference that you're making in someone else's life. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So Petra, tell us where we can find you. Okay. So Again, the workshop is held inside my Facebook group, which is women, the Women's Spirit Boutique. Mm-hmm. So we're taking care of the spirit. Mm-hmm. And um, on Instagram, it's at Petra McDougall. And that's it, really. Great. And all those will be linked up in the show notes. Is there any last minute or last thoughts that you'd like to share with everybody? You know, it's kind of playful. It's like, go girl, you know, come on, dig. You know, you want to feel good again. And like, we, I just ask you to stop pretending, be real with yourself, connect with women who are healing and who are speaking openly about their stress or their overwhelm, because uh, it adds actually very important to me because I know that that can cause illnesses and sicknesses. So, um, Mm. As much as I say it playfully, I say it, say it with Erin's that take care of your mind, take care of your body, get connected to what is important with you and start doing the work, please, please, please. And that's, yeah. it's for the healing of you, your family, and I'm going to say it, the universe. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, um, generations to come too, because generations. The more you, you mm-hmm. show your kids now how to do that even if it's just you doing it, like they're going to, you know, they'll carry that with them and then Mm -hmm. carry it, you know, to their kids. And it will just, it's a big ripple effect. I mean, everything that we do is a ripple effect. So, and what do you have to lose, right? You have everything to gain. Everything to gain. It just is a much more meaningful day when you're connected to what's going on inside of you. Let's just get real about that. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Petra, it was amazing having you here and it was such a great conversation. Thank you, Janessa. I loved being with you and meeting you and being able to share my message. So thank you. Awesome. All right, everyone. We'll see you in the next episode.